Welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barris. Well, Matt, here we are. We're down in the basement doing our thing. <laughs> you have a cute little studio down here. I know. It's thanks. so cute. I love thanks. it. And listen, I need to just get this off my chest immediately. Oh, no. We talked about this a little bit the other day, and I just have to say it before I talk about good day, before we each share our good day, is that rye bread does not get enough airtime. I agree. I like the seeds, by the way. Uh, yeah, rye bread needs more airtime. We need to bring it back. We need to talk about it more. Right. We need to make our egg sandwiches with bacon and a little mayonnaise, yeah. a little mustard on rye bread. Right, on dear rye Schwables, toast. if you are listening, if you please. are listening, rye bread. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about rye bread all you want on this podcast. Yes, that's right. I love a good like deli yes. Jewish rye. Oh, mm. the crust. Mm-mm-mm. Let's let's bring rye bread back. Yeah. Okay, that's all. And honestly. Those uh, Reuben sandwiches, I'm down for those. Yes. Or yes. the Rachel with the turkey. Oh, Rachel and Reuben. But today I had a egg sandwich on Reuben mm. toast, and I just, I don't understand why we're not talking about it I don't anymore. know. I don't know, so, but I, I will always pick that at a diner. Like, I want to cheer, bring back the rye, bring back the rye. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Okay, what's your good day? My good day is, Reese. okay, at work, I um, lead a team of people that are like leaders in the district. So so you're a leader leading leaders. Yes, yeah. and they're called the lead teacher team. And we've been talking a lot about culture mm-hmm. and how important culture is. And we recently um, were talking about the Savannah Bananas. Are you familiar with the Savannah Bananas in Savannah, Georgia? No idea what you're talking about. What? Don't know. Okay, the Savannah Bananas are a baseball team in Savannah, Georgia. Is this a real thing? This are you is making a real thing. Okay. It, listen, after we are done with this, you need to look up some videos of them because they have revolutionized the way baseball is being played right now. So what? they'll dance in the middle of a play. Yeah, that's my kind of team. They they'll like light their bats on fire and hit ball. They'll be on stilts. That it's amazing. And we were just is talking it like the high uh, the. The Harlem Globetrotters yes. of baseball? Okay. Yes, that is exactly what people compare it to. Exactly. And it is so fun. And we were just talking about how fascinating it is that they, the Savannah Bananas, took something like baseball and took a twist on it, but it's still baseball. And okay. we were comparing that to... Is this your good day? This is my good okay, day. Okay, okay, okay. And here's why it was a good day. Because I, it was one of the most fun meetings I've had with this group of people and we just Mm -hmm. had such a good time we've been meeting um this specific team has been meeting for about a year and a half and it's kind of at the place where we have a lot of trust yeah you really know we're kind of getting getting to know each other yeah yeah Yeah. and so when we start talking about those cultural discussions around how do we make our workplace better how do we make school better for students man that gets me so excited and I actually came home from work that night and I said to Mallory, this is one of my favorite days oh, that I've had at work in a while. Awesome. So, so good. if you're a lead teacher and you're, you happen to be listening to this and you're on my team, thanks for making that a great day. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. But tell me again about Savannah banana. Oh my word. The like, Savannah so, banana. so you basically talked about Savannah bananas that day. Yeah. We, that was okay. part of it. Oh, that was part of it. Cause we were talking, okay. what okay. we were talking about day. is how they the took meeting. something okay. like baseball yes. and they, Reimagined it to yeah, make it a so really good. fun experience. Yeah, it's like th- it's like Cirque du Soleil for for they they 
they redid what it looks like for the, I mean, they're not the circus, but they kind of are, they're just like a remake of right. all the unusual great things about the circus, but in a completely different right. way. Right. Like it's, yeah, it reminds me of that. Well, like, you need to, anybody listening, you need to look at, look Savannah up the Savannah Bananas. Bananas. We specifically I mean, are they in watched Savannah? Like Savannah, Savannah Georgia, Georgia? Like yes. they're there? Like and they're coming to our city, what? but there's a wait list. There's a tour. Here's the other thing. What in the world? It's the tickets are $25. I love that. But you get all you can eat. Hot dogs and bananas, not bananas. <laughs> Hot dogs, pop, what chips? I that's think that's amazing. I know, and it's just a fun family thing. Listen, I'd eat two hot dogs if they were all the all the all yeah. you could eat. Savannah, I'm into let's it. Go. Like, like, listen, all you can eat hot dogs. I'll eat two. I think now, that's close now, to where if you... the hot dog is food coloring red or pink, I, I, oh, I don't no. go. Uh-uh. I can't. I can't. Uh-uh. I can't get on board. No, but if it's a decent like. Oscar Mayer Wiener. I mean, I'm okay yeah. with it. I'll, I'll. That's fair. I'll put that ketchup and mustard and a little bit of relish, and mm. I'll go go to town on two. Yeah. Well, you know, we have a friend <laughs> that is obsessed with hot dogs. Yes, Erica. yes, we do. The Erica hot dog. Yes, hot dog. She's dance. a teacher who hot has dance, hot dogs hot dog all dance. over her <laughs> classroom. She collects hot dogs. That's a whole different story That's for a, a whole different day. Different yep, yep, yep. Hey, tell us about your good day. Okay, my good day. It's really hard to choose because I had several recently. Um, but my most recent good day was we, we celebrated Daryl's birthday and, you know, I, I, I even put this on my Instagram stories that my husband is a simple man in all the right yes. ways, like in all the good ways. Right. Like he's not hard to please at all. He's so grateful for any, any gesture or our motion of, of loving him. Like right. he's just, he's so easy and simple yeah. and I just love that about him. And so his friends from childhood, there's, well, there's four couples, there's four couples of us that every summer we get together for like yeah. an outside barbecue type thing. And every winter we usually go out for steak dinner. But last winter, Daryl hurt his back really yeah. bad. And so they said, why don't we get pizza and just come to your house and celebrate Daryl's birthday? And so this year, one of them texted me and said, hey, do you want to do that again? And That's I said, awesome. yes, let's let's surprise him and do that again. But he's very hard to surprise because he notices <laughs> everything. So as soon as he, he walked in the kitchen, he's like, why are those rocking chairs there? And I was like, oh, he knows. But they came over and we just... It's one of my favorite things about Amish culture. Are they, wait, are all the other three couples Amish? Yes. All, all three couples. All three couples. Okay. That's all awesome. three husbands and wives, all Amish. Daryl and I are the only ones that aren't. And it makes me giggle because I'm sitting there with three Amish women who are awesome, by the way. Yeah. But I'm sitting there and we're talking about dress patterns and sewing. And Matt, you, you're, you're having a hard time even to get me cross-stitching. Oh, so <laughs> it's, it's so hard. So we're sitting there talking about sewing and colors and patterns. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I don't have any idea what y'all are talking about. <laughs> and then they're talking about colors they'll wear and the colors they won't wear, yeah. you know, because for them, I mean, there's not as much variety and choice, right. you know, as, as a non-Amish person. But we talked about that. And then we talked about weddings and cooking and the cooking that goes into weddings and different roles that you play at a wedding. Yeah. So, okay. So this is my good day. I'm going to wrap it up really fast, but it was really just a sweet evening that was simple yeah. Nothing complicated, sweet conversation. 
But I was telling them when I first married Daryl for the first while, when we would be asked to participate in a wedding of somebody of our family or friends, because it's an honor when you're asked. It is, like, yeah. It, yeah, like it's when a big you're, deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. And it's a big deal to be part of just the day. Mm-hmm. So when we were asked at the beginning, I always got put on mixed vegetable duty because <laughs> because my theory was... They didn't trust the English women. You know, the non-Amish yeah, yeah. women, they're like, put her on mixed vegetables. Don't put her on chicken. Yeah, Don't yeah. put her on mashed potatoes. Don't put her on dressing. Now, I did graduate to chicken and <gasps> dressing. I've done chicken and dressing before. I've not done mashed potatoes before, nor do I want to. That's a, that's such a huge Too much pressure. Job. But the, the, the mixed vegetables, I always had to laugh because I was like, this is, this is the level of trust so far. (laughs) Then I've earned trust. Now I've, now I've worked my way up in the ranks, but it's like put in this much water, this much butter, this much salt, this much pepper. And there's your mixed vegetables. And so we were all laughing about that. And it was just a sweet evening with sweet conversation. And it was my good day. That's awesome. Well, Hey, today we were thinking about where we want to go. Um, next because we've had some really fun episodes recently but you know when we started this we were saying the best the dichotomy of our relationship is we can be equally as fun and silly as we are thoughtful yes and so I just happened to peruse your Facebook recently which Facebook not Facebook yeah, Facebook. It's on Facebook? I yes. thought it was on Instagram. No, oh, this is on, on Facebook. Facebook. Oh, wow. Because we I've got been in... dipping into Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got into this conversation a while ago, and I'm sure we'll allude to why. Um, and part of it is just how people act on social media. Yes. How there's just a disregard for... Um, some propriety or well, there's standards. like a wave. There's like this wave in the yeah. last like five years of like, be who you are, say what you think, right. do what you want. Right. And I, it it flashed in my head that you had written about this um, a while ago, and this was actually uh, March nineteenth, twenty twenty two. Wow. Which is I, wow very close to yeah, where we are right wow. now. So I thought about that, and I just revisited revisited your post and I really liked what you said. You said, unpopular opinion. I care what people think about me. We should care. It's what makes our reputation. Our reputation is fed by what we say and do, how we act, not just how people perceive us. And I thought that was really good because as we look around, I think it is a trend and it's Mm -hmm. a very popular thing to say, I don't really care what anybody thinks about me. I'm going to be my authentic self and I'm just going to throw caution to the wind and say what I think and speak my mind and, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm not sure that's always the best choice. Yeah. We, sometimes we should not say what we're thinking. Right. (laughs) Do you remember what precipitated that post and what was, what was in your mind going about that? Was it specifically with social media? Well, I think, I think, no, not just social media. I think there's just, I think there's been a real trend or a real popular um, line of thinking of just say it, be who you are, do what you want, say what right. you think it, to the point of it being um, to here, here's, here's a good way to say it. There are people that I love and respect mm-hmm. that are, that, that have started down this path of that kind of approach and that kind of communicating who I now have totally lost respect for. Right. Right. Because they are doing what they 
want saying what they think and being reckless. Right. And so I think that, that, that really affects just your character, your integrity, the way people, the way people not only think of you, but how you are perceived and spoken of. Right. So, so I don't want, when my name comes up in conversation, I don't want it to be, did you hear what she said right. the other day? You know, I, right. I don't want it to be those kinds of conversations. I want it to be the opposite of that, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think, I think the recklessness of authenticity is not wise. Right. right. You know, when you're reckless and you're like, you know, dropping F bombs and, you know, and, and, and in an effort to be relevant and cool or mm-hmm. whatever, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know if people realize the depth of what they're doing right. to their integrity and their reputation. But here's my, here's maybe my pushback to that at first is if you grow up in a family or a culture or society like that's very performative mm-hmm. or very squelching some parts about you that you want to be authentic, you mm-hmm. know, sure. even something as simple that's as com- that's totally different. So what, what would you say to those people that are like, I have been so stifled my whole life. You know, maybe this is a really silly example, but just for lack of conversation it, or to for add to this, com- better... for lack of a better analogy is, you know, there are families that um, don't, they don't like when you're loud. They don't think it's fun to be loud. They don't think that's a good thing. They would stifle humor. They would stifle playfulness. And then what do you say to somebody that's been in an environment that's been so stifling that is saying, I want to break out of this. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I want to be my authentic self. What is the balance there and what's the line? Well, I mean, I think we all know the difference between, um, between good and bad. Like we all know what's good. We, we all pretty much know what is good behavior, what is bad behavior in Christian culture. We, we know what it looks like to be living out of alignment with what we feel is um, not just scripturally right, but what right. we feel is pleasing to, to God. Right. And so I think that, I think if you just want to be yourself and it's a little bit loud, but your mother-in-law is like, Oh my word and rolling your eyes and you can't mm-hmm. be yourself. Mm-hmm. That's totally different. Right. I mean, and I think that you be yourself, right. You know, you, I, I think, I think where I think where, specifically what I was talking about in that post and what I still believe is that we need to watch when we say we're being authentic, what that authentic person is. Mm, Is that the person, is that the person you want talked about in a, in a room without you there? Right. Like, is that what you want said about you and thought of you? And if you can be proud of it and feel like it's good and it's full of integrity and you're, viewed as a person that you want to be viewed mm-hmm. as then do it man mm-hmm. but go if, all out yeah but if but it but for me i'm not going to i'm not going to be reckless with my words i'm not going to be offensive i'm right. not going to be um haughty or arrogant right um because i'm feeling that way right because because those are things that build your reputation which i believe is still important absolutely i do too well you know what's really funny is i knew we were going to talk about this and so i was reading about 
this. And here's, here's the reality is when we think about who we really are and we think about our authenticity and we think about should we care what people think about us, psychology would actually support that to some degree we should care about care, what people right. think about us. I agree. You know, as humans, we are wired for relationship. And at our very core, before, you know, we came into the modern ages, we were wired to be part of a tribal group. And so, you know, humans are tribal people, which means we have social constructs right, that right, right. and kind of unwritten rules about how we interact and work together. Right. And so if we were to envision us, me and you, on in some prehistoric era, <laughs> there are behaviors that you you shouldn't do or the right, tribe will right, reject right, you and you right, will be right. out of the group. Right. And that's not to say you play to the group. That's not to say you pander to that. But there is some level of what is acceptable and what how you create and maintain relationships in your authenticity. And I think sometimes for in when we're looking to be authentic and we're throwing caution to the wind and we're saying what we think and we are speaking our mind, we are not considering anyone else but ourselves. Yeah, good We're not point. considering right. the group. Right. We're not considering how it would impact people. Um, and I think well, that's a good, that's a good litmus test right there. Right. If, if it's all, if it's all centered around what you think and what you want and what you're doing, what you feel like without consideration to the, to who is on the receiving end of all that, then right. that's a problem in and of itself. Right. I mean, that's a good, that's a good indicator. Right. And we are, as humans, we are wired for relationships. And right. so in any relationship that you have, if you act out of impulse, and you act in your brash, authentic, quote unquote, authentic self all the time, guess what? You're not going to have very many people around no, you. right. Because rarely are my impulses or rarely are my first reactions, rarely do those actually work and maintain healthy relationships. And, and show care for others. Honestly. Absolutely. Right. And I was just, it's funny because I was just talking to one of our, fr one of our friends, Kat, and we were talking about how it specifically, we were talking about situations at work where I often will get out what I want to say just by myself in private. And then I will kind of pull it back and, and bring it back to, okay, how can I say what I want while maintaining relationships and having a boundary and sticking up for myself? Yeah, what does good. that really look like? Because if I always go into a situation where I just say what I think and speak my mind and have a chip on my shoulder, rarely does that lead to the outcomes that I actually want. Well, I mean, have you ever heard mm. of people being talked about like they just bulldoze over people? Absolutely. I mean, I've heard people say that about people. Right. That is not something I want said about me. Right. Absolutely. I don't want people to be like, well, if she doesn't get her way, she'll just bulldoze right over you. Right. Or she will fill in the blank and it's not anything good. Absolutely. You know, if that's, if that's you being your authentic self and you saying, well, I don't care what people say about me, I'm going after what I want. You know, there's a reason that the saying is it's lonely at the top. Right. right. <laughs> you know, it's, right. I, Cause it really, it also depends on how you get to the top because I'm sure people that we can view as being very successful and 
people and at the top. There are very there are lots of them that have done it the way right. that's and full of integrity absolutely. and goodness. So what do you think is that tipping point? Because there there is a point where you you know, if I'm on the receiving end of what we're talking about, how do we balance being who we are and being in real healthy relationship with others? Because I think sometimes we can swing so far the other way where we do. Right. And, I, and I would say possibly this movement of authenticity probably has come out of, of a reaction. years yes. and years yes. of us pandering to the crowd and playing to societal norms. What would you say to somebody that says, well, I don't want to. I don't want to just play all the by all the rules. I but I want to be myself. But what's where do we find? Well, I think I think your I think your values are a huge part of this. Mm -hmm. I think you have to you have to boil down like like what are my values? Right. What do what do I feel? What what do I feel? looks like a person that has integrity and good character. Right. What does that person look like to me? Um, Gary V. I follow Gary V on Instagram. I don't know if you know who that <laughs> is, but he drops the F-bomb all the time. Right. But he's a brilliant business person. Right. So I have, if I want to listen to him, I have to kind of jump the hurdle of, okay, right. well, the F-bombs are coming. But right. I heard somebody interview him once and question him about that. Mm -hmm. Like, why why all the cursing? He's like, yeah. well, I just, I wasn't raised that it was wrong. I just, that's how I talk. And, you know, he just um, is very free, but not only free about it, but he it's something that he does not think is a problem for him right. to talk that way. Right. Um, why do I still follow him? Because he has so much other things of value to say. Right. So I'm not going to discredit him completely because I think it's inappropriate to use the F word so much. Right. I mean, because that's how I believe. Right. 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 You're not going to see me doing that. Right. But I, it's a part of how he communicates. That mm -hmm. is just part of his communication. And if I want the other things that he's saying that I think have great value, mm -hmm. then I will, I will, I guess the word is, I will just go along with him dropping the f bomb. Would I like him to stop doing that? Yeah, I don't. I don't think he makes. It doesn't add anything. It doesn't to add. You. In, yeah. it, it doesn't add impact for me. But I think for him, it's just the way he passionately communicates. Right. But for me, I just I if I was his mother, I would be probably <laughs> saying something to him all the time. And yeah. I remember one time. Um, I watched an interview with Lady Gaga mm -hmm. and she, she mentioned in the interview that her mom called her up and said, Stephanie, why did you have to say, why did you have to use the F word or, you know, got kind of got after her. Yeah. And I thought, you know, that I, I loved hearing that yeah. because, yeah. because I think that there are things that we, there are things that we tell ourselves that we kind of want our mothers to say and do right. and be. And, and, but I, but I do think you're right. I think part of this, part of this authenticity and being yourself has been born out of that right there. Right. Like you should talk this way. Mm -hmm. You should say it like this. You shouldn't say it like that. You should, if you're in Christian culture, you should take the pictures, but make sure the wine glasses aren't in right. them because right. somebody from your grandmother's Bible study might be following you right. and, see them and what are they going to think? And now that I don't, I don't think is healthy. Yeah. Like, and I think there's a, there is such a balance there. I think for me, it's who I think for me, a good litmus test is who, who am I looking to impress? Who am I? Because for me, if I'm, if I am looking to, if I'm looking to the wrong people, 
that often guides me in the wrong direction. Right, right, <laughs> if, right, right. And sometimes right. for me, if I'm if I am looking to be my authentic self and it's aligned with my values and it's mm-hmm. aligned with how I mm-hmm. want people to mm-hmm. treat me, if it's aligned with how I believe I should be treating people, if all of those boxes are checked, then I really don't care what people think. Right. But if some of right. those boxes are out of balance, I'll, and I'll tell you a really good example for me. Um, I would consider myself a leader. I would consider myself a good leader, if I'm being really honest. Um, but there is some. there have been leaders that I've been around that I'm possibly too empathetic or um, I have been criticized before of being highly relational, almost to a fault. I don't agree with that. And I would challenge someone mm-hmm. who would encourage me to go away from that. So for me, if my true authentic leadership style is highly relational, highly empathetic, if someone tries to steer me out of that, that is going against yes. truly yeah. who I think right. God created right. me right. to be. Right. Right. And I think it's one of my best assets. And so I think sometimes when we're trying to be something that we think somebody wants, or we're trying to connect with people in a way that we know, we know in our gut when we are, I agree when we're not being true to Mm -hmm. ourselves, And I think sometimes we ignore that, that still small voice that is like, Oh, I wish you wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Or, Ooh, speak up. You, you don't really believe that way. You believe this way. Like, yes. they w- you know, you can do it in love. And I think, I think an element of this too is humility. Absolutely. Like I think, I think you can be yourself without being harsh or crass or, or, or rude or right. obnoxious. I think right. you can be yourself and say like, Hey, have you ever thought about it this way? I actually, I don't see it the way you're seeing it. I see right. it this way instead and and make it more of a like I respect you for for your position and how you believe or what you think, but this is actually what you know, what I believe and what I think and right. have you ever thought about it that way? I think humility plays a part of this. Absolutely. I think sometimes too caring what people think about us can get in the way of us truly being ourselves. And I think sometimes we don't know ourselves well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, again, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to the leadership thing. I think if you, in any capacity, whether you're leading a family, whether you're leading in a relationship with someone, whether you're leading a Fortune 500 company, you're table tapping. The biggest this I'm, <laughs> it always happens when I'm very passionate. I tap the table. The biggest gift that you can give anyone that you lead, whether it's again at home in a classroom at a on a team at your work or a fortune 500 company the biggest gift that you can give the people around you is your self-awareness and knowing yourself mm-hmm. so that you can be yourself right, right, and right. your true authentic self if you don't do that you will be a two-dimensional cardboard yeah, cutout right, of what you right, think people right, want you to be. Right, and uh, what a terrible place to so live. No, I've lived there. Yeah. I mean, it's not a fun place to be. Right. The, and here, here's where we'll talk about therapy real quick again. Um, first of all, I just want to say thank you for the people that have reached out and said, I finally made a phone call. I oh, made a phone I call. I'm, I'm in counseling. I had my first appointment with my counselor because I've been listening to how much y'all talk about counseling <laughs> and, and, and normalizing it. Right. Because when I grew up, I grew up Southern Baptist. And when, 
when you heard about people in therapy, it was like, oh, mm-hmm. bless their heart, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. poor weak person. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's and, some subtext there. Yeah. yeah. So, so now therapy is really a sign of more of a sign of wisdom and strength, and it's such a wonderful, totally wonderful agree. place. But when I was in counseling and I would share something, my counselor would look at me and she would say, "Why do you feel that way? What, mm. what? What? Explain to me why you feel that way." Or why would you do that? Why would you say that? And usually it all trailed back to performance, mm-hmm. to pleasing the people around me, mm-hmm. doing what I thought was expected of me. Right. And, and so I will say there is a, there is an element of this for people that are like, no, wait a minute. Like I want to be my true authentic self. I don't want to be performing for people. That's not what that post was about. You can right. find it on my Facebook or, or my Instagram to read right. about it. It's really more of a recklessness of, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to do it. And it's mm-hmm. in a vein of, it's in a vein of really, I think recklessness and, and really being kind of destructive mm-hmm. of your character and your reputation. Right. And it, it, it comes from a place of arrogance and not humility. Yeah. Well, arrogance and also, um, well, really what it is doing is you're really showing your true self. And sometimes the reality of that is you can sit back and you go, wow, that's that person's true self. Mm-hmm. And that is not who I thought they were. And so I'm going to step away. Yeah. 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 That's good. Well, I think this is a topic that, um, you know, there's a lot of in between. There's the, yes, we really shouldn't care what people think about us. If what, we, if, especially if we're, like you said, if it's in line with our values, if it's in line right. with what we believe, it, it, and in our, in, in our world, because we're, we both profess to be Christ followers or right. Christians, it's like, is this, is this what Jesus would want of right. me? Or, or, or is this, is this an alignment with him? And, and does it feel right? And does it feel good? totally different like absolutely be yourself absolutely walk in that path right and if you feel like you can't walk in that path because your mother-in-law or your boss or your cousin or even your really even your husband right go talk to somebody like not a friend not one of the pastors at church pastors are not counselors right Council pastors are really defined as shepherds. They're not. Right. They're not clinical counselors. Mm. Some of them are, mm. but most of them aren't. Most of them go aren't. talk to a clinical counselor and and get some guidance and help of how you can be your true authentic self, but in a healthy, good way, full of integrity. Absolutely. And I think you know my if I had a parting shot, it is know yourself inside and out, because when you know yourself, you know who you are. Mm-hmm. You can live in the mm-hmm. freedom of who yes. you are. When we don't know who we are, we will become a chameleon that fits in with wherever we are. Yes, yep. And listen, I've been that person before and it's not fun. No. It's not fun to be the chameleon. No. Um, and so, again, you know what I love? I'm always... actually not good at it. <laughs> no, I'm not either. <laughs> I'm not either. Here's what I sent you this too. At the end of the day, we this was um, Cheryl Lee Ralph and her acceptance speech for I believe it was for her Emmy. Yes, she yes. is on Abbott Elementary. I love and that. Basically, if you get a chance, to, I I think I posted it on my Facebook too. Basically, what she says is, people are going to tell you whatever they want to say that you're not good enough, that you can't do it, that you should look like this, that you should dress like this, mm-hmm, that you should mm-hmm, act like this. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you're the one. Who has to look at yourself in the yes. mirror and put your head on your pillow at night. Absolutely. So I, I think when it comes to this conversation, your moral compass and yes. your conscience 
is such a great place to land because at the end of the day, you're the one mm-hmm. that has to live with yourself. And Preach. we both could probably think of times where we weren't true to ourselves, and we walk away going, oh, I oh. wish I wouldn't have done that. Or I wish I would have spoken up. Or, or there's times where we, we did the right thing and we felt really proud of being our authentic yes. self and yep. standing up for our beliefs. Yep. So Yeah, reputation yeah. is important. I still Absolutely. believe that. Absolutely, I agree. No matter what they say, be yourself, but also hold true to your reputation yes. and, the, and cultivate who you want to be and who you are. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, this was a great conversation. Hey, whether ordinary or extraordinary, we hope you see that these, these are, are good, good days. days.